Welcome back to Fold in the Cheese. It is your boy, K-Troll, on the mic today. I have a very special guest. Ethan is still gallivanting around Walt Disney World, uh, although I think he's currently trying to survive a hurricane down there. Good luck on that one. But today, more importantly, I am joined by a man who I would consider the Cliff Booth to my Rick Dalton. All right, what's the matter, partner? It's official, old buddy. And it has been. What are you talking about? What did that guy tell you? He told me the truth is what he told me. Whoa, whoa. Hey. I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry about that. Here, put these on. Don't cry in front of the Mexicans. This is none other than Fanacek himself of Folding the Cheese podcast fame. Fanacek, how are you, sir? I am great. I'm so excited to be here. This is a lot of fun. This is, this is, uh, it's exactly what I need. It's something that's not going to be about obscure TV shows. <laughs> so yeah, well, we are um, we are maybe not quite as knowledgeable as you in this field, but equally as nerdy for sure. And uh, this is the kind of stuff we geek out on. So I'm excited to share this part of of my life with you. I've been on the Fanacek podcast a couple of times. Been honored to have graced the presence of one Fanacek, and uh, I'm ready to maybe I'll blow your mind with some some sports information, some NFL. Right. You're going to have to because I'm not bringing the heat with the sports knowledge. Although, I'm, you know, I've got some opinions here and there. But, I'm again, I'm so excited to be here. I have a present. I'm excited you have to have a present. This. Yeah, so I, next time I see you, I've got some Fanacek here. I've got oh! t t-shirt with your name on it, pal, because you've been on the that, show like, what, three three or four times? Three times, I think. Yeah, and you're a great guest. That is what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I do require presence whenever I uh, guest host on people's shows. So, yes. That will work. Um, I have a very small sticker that I can give you. It's about yay size. <laughs> and uh, you can put it wherever you want. I, but, I can um, think of some places for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate that shirt, man. That's awesome. I've got your sticker as well. I got a Fanacek sticker. You can get the swag at the Fanacek. Go go ahead and go ahead and prop out your uh, your swag oh, menu here. Yeah, yeah. So this is Fanacek headquarters. It's my four by six prison cell of an office. But uh, yeah, it can be found you know typically on Twitter at Fanacek Podcast. Also, you can email me, fanacheckpodcast at gmail.com. And it's funny, I am starting to have people write in asking for stickers. And it's two different people, seemingly unrelated, um, recently, both in Arkansas. <laughs> I heard you were hitting it pretty hard in Arkansas. That's I'm good. Big, I'm um, big in Arkansas. Maybe you could get uh, new governor, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Maybe you could hook her up with some Fanacheck swag, and maybe she could just kind of spread the word. Yeah, that's, all my Arkan- Arkan- that's my in. That's my upper upper crust of Arkansas. Yes, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Um, okay, so tell everyone on this podcast. I have talked about the Fan Check podcast. I'm a fan of it and of yours. And tell everybody a little bit about kind of how it came to be and what you're doing in it because it's really blowing up. Yeah, you know, it's it's. Thanks so much for saying that. It's uh it's sort of it's just a hobby. Well, it's still a hobby, but I just love film and television and. Um, but I didn't want to do a, a, another podcast like we've heard before where people are just kind of retelling the story. Like I'm going to explain the Sopranos episode by episode or or try to interpret Quentin Tarantino movies. I didn't have any of that. What I did was I modeled it off of what it's like to really live with me, which is I get on IMDb and I will go down rabbit holes forever. So I'll be watching a movie and I'll see a guy. Oh, that guy looks familiar. I'll look him up. Turns out he's in this other movie that I like with this actress that I know who I used to work with when I lived in L.A. And next thing you know, four hours have gone by. Uh, my wife has left me and I'm still on IMDb app. So when I came when I when I thought about doing it as, as a podcast, I thought that's, I'm just going to model it that way. Where I'm just throwing in, you know, in, incessantly talking to people or at people with these facts and really exploring things. What excites me is I want to explore things that have been forgotten. You know, TV shows that we can't believe ever got made that that are you know forgotten in time. Actors who did some stuff that I, they probably regret. So I kind of focus more on that. I like to dive into stuff that we just we just didn't know was there. And and I've got this sense in me. I'm I'm getting nervous that it's going to be forgotten forever. I'll tell you a funny story. I was in Buckhead in Atlanta um, about two weeks ago. I was at a bar waiting for a, a business dinner to start. And there was this old gentleman next to me talking about their favorite movies. And the bartender was a young woman, probably about 30 years old. And they asked her if, she, if she'd ever heard of The Godfather. To which she said, I think I've heard of it. And I remember thinking, that's why I do the podcast. Because pretty soon everything's going to be it. forgotten. If she doesn't remember The Godfather, then there's no way she knows episode three of season two of Facts of Life. <laughs> so I yeah, have to make no sure doubt. that these things are not forgotten. Wow. Uh, she definitely doesn't know the Snoop sisters. That's for sure. That's and thank you well, for, thank well you for keeping that one alive. That's yeah. all I got to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I would say season one was all about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, mm-hmm. which we we're actually going to be talking a little bit about today as well. We've always got a theme in our episode, so I'm going to be grilling you in the trivia hot seat on that one. Uh, but it was a pretty deep dive. And um, 
the the labor of love, the passion that you've got behind it really comes through. And that's one thing I think I really enjoy about the podcast. I don't know half of the stuff you're talking about because you're going back further than I've been able to watch or catch up on uh, movies and stuff. And, and a lot of it's before your time too, but um, I'm, I'm not the movie buff that you are. Um, but I think the energy is really good. You're one of the few podcasts I can't listen to on double speed. So I'll give you that accolade as well. Yeah, I talk I'll fast. You on like, I'll put you about one and a half. <laughs> and I'm, and I, even then I'm just like, Ooh, I hope this all sinks in. I hope it yeah. all, I hope it all hits there. My whole life. Um, I've been sort of talk fast. Yeah, I can I do a lot of really entertaining. Yeah. It's a whirlwind. It's very well thought out. It's very well planned out. Um, very unlike this podcast. It's not just off the hip, off the cuff. You got a, you got an agenda, you're getting after it. And I will say too, having been a guest, I can throw you off a little bit with some random tangent that I'm bullshitting about. And you're not like flustered. Like I don't have notes for that. I'm, oh, I don't know how to answer that question. You're just like, Oh yeah, I know. Blah, 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 blah. And you're just like, you're rabbit holing in person as well, which is very impressive. Well, thanks, but yeah, again, some of it's really well researched. So I'm not nearly as smart as I come across in that meaning. I, I don't have those facts retained. I've been researching it per episode. However, it always seems to tie into stories that I have knowledge that I have accumulated across a, along the way. And, and as you know, I was an actor for, for a number of years and I lived in Hollywood. And so I'm always able to tie it into something. And I, as you know, I joke on the podcast, I find ways to make it about me. <laughs> and, uh, and luckily I've lived a life that's kind of congruent with doing a podcast about TV and movies. So it's, it's a lot of fun. That is pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Last thing I will mention is I'm noticing in the background, I feel like you're trolling me big time. <laughs> You've got a Rocky poster back here. Yeah. You've got all of your athletic accomplishments and a Rocky poster, which um, I can only I can only assume is a troll against my absolute failure at Rocky trivia. Rocky definitely, trivia. I definitely uh, did it. It was I had a top of mind, Kemper, when, yeah. <laughs> when I angled. Well, this is my sports corner of my office because I've got yeah. you no. Know, you, you've been in here. It's mostly memorabilia. I thought your your fans, your listeners, would be more interested in this than old uh, TV guides from 1972. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it makes me laugh. Like I, you're a younger man than me, and and I want you to know there was a Rocky prior to Rocky three. <laughs> so, so yeah, I guess there was. Wasn't into first Rocky. So yeah. Uh, yeah, this is a scene from Rocky, the original. With uh, he he he's fighting Apollo. I uh, love that piece. That's one of my favorite movies. But yeah, you 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 dropped the ball on that. And I actually want to bring something else up. And if I misheard, I, I apologize. But your last episode, you you missed a great fan check opportunity because I love on my podcast when things come full circle, where I'm talking about this, then I go off on a tangent, and it comes right back to the first point. And so you guys were talking about um you you got off on that that um uh it's always sunny in Philadelphia tangent about the day bow bow song. Day bow bow. And it, oh, so you did reference that it was in Ferris Bueller. See, I thought you guys. I don't think thinking, I did reference it. And I think okay. I meant to. Because you, because I know they were talking about it in terms of Secret of My Success, which it was. It was famously in a scene uh, where he's in the limousine, he's changing his clothes. But it was also the very end of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And I'm thinking the whole time I'm in the shower listening to it because when I shower, I like the soft, soothing sounds of Kemper, <laughs> Kemper and Ethan's voices. But yeah. um, the whole time I'm in the shower, I'm like, oh, certainly they're going to bring up Ferris again. And you guys didn't do it. I was like, oh, no, that was in Ferris Bueller. Yeah, I dropped the ball on that. You're absolutely right. I had every intention of bringing it back up because that's one of the reasons I mentioned that scene in general was mm -hmm. the Dave Babel song. And I was like, that's going to tie right back into the Fanacek podcast that I had just done. And uh, no, yeah. failed. failed Epic miserably. fail. Epic fail. But it's all right. You know what? My life is a series of those. So I'm, I'm used to it. As is mine. Um, let's get into some NFL action here. Let's talk about uh, some updates. We have some injury updates here. We're going to recap the picks. and pick them from last week. We're going to make some picks. Fanacek here is going to make his picks for the week. I got some trivia for him. I'll update you on a run your pool. I'm still absolutely smoking Ethan in that. And then, uh, oh, Fanishek and I are going to come up with a do it bet of the week. Do it. Do it. That's a Starsky and Hutch reference that remake with Ben Stiller. Ah. I'm not sure if you ever saw it. Hilarious. Sure. Oh, Vince Vaughn. I think Snoop Dogg's in there. Jason Dayton. Yeah. Yep. Very, very good. So um, updates for the NFL. We had uh, the Josh Allen watch, I think, is the big news, right? Everyone's trying to figure out. Is he going to play? Is he really hurt? Is he not really hurt? He's not practicing. Doesn't necessarily mean he's not going to play. This is a guy that can just show up on game day, I think, and be totally fine at this point in his career. But um, we're, we're monitoring the elbow. He's had an elbow injury. Obviously, affects your throwing. It's on his throwing arm. Um, I don't have a lot of updates as far as, like, definitively what's going to happen here. We're going to have to take it down to the wire. We will see. He's, he's getting in either limited practices or not practicing, doing work on the side, whatever. They're trying to rest his elbow to see if, like, inflammation kind of comes down. Case Keenum is the backup. Case Keenum is a veteran. Mm -hmm. He's been a backup for a long time. He's been a starter at times. He's with the Vikings for a while. The correlation there is he played with Stefan Diggs while they were on the Vikings together. So there's some chemistry there. Of course, the big news is like the whole offense take just absolutely tanks under Case Keenum. 
I'm not totally sure about that. I mean, he's not Josh Allen by any stretch. He's not even a runner like Josh Allen, but he is a serviceable backup. He will be fine. Don't bench all your bills if Josh Allen doesn't play. But they're they're also struggling defensively, right? With defensive inju- injuries or no? They have had some injuries, uh, some some pretty notable ones. Like Poyer, I think has been out for a while now. But um, they, I mean, they're they're one of those teams that just kind of reloads. You know, they've got a good scheme in general, but they also have got so many playmakers that even when one's out, some of the other ones can kind of cover for it. Yeah, they're not quite as elite as they have been beginning of the season, but um, they will be fine. I'm not overly worried about them. It does make the picks and pick them maybe a little interesting. Sure, we'll see. Aaron Jones, the next big name, uh, running back in Green Bay. He has he was practicing Wednesday. He's not expecting to miss any time. He's still going to be questionable, I think, leading up to the games. But it sounds like we avoided a major ankle injury here. Probably must have been lower ankle, I guess, as are not as severe. Uh, keep an eye on it, though, through the rest of the uh, week. If he doesn't go, obviously, my ex-boyfriend, the quad father, A.J. Dillon, <laughs> will be the starter and get all the work. And maybe he'll actually be worth a shit. I don't know. Hasn't been all year. Maybe I love A.J. Dillon. Yeah, this has been a disappointing year. Not my best pick. Jonathan Taylor, he was uh, present at practice Wednesday. I don't know if they're just roll call. I don't know if that is. Didn't practice, really. Um, I'm still worried about this one. I thought for sure sitting out this past week would be all he would need. He'd come right back. They got a new coach. I don't know if you saw this. Oh, yeah. Check. Jeff, they fired Jeff. their coach. They hired Jeff Saturday, who's an old center who played for the Colts for a long time. Peyton Manning has never coached the NFL or college. He coached a high school. Did pretty well, I think. (laughs) But uh, they're like, yep, that's our guy. Interim coach, Jeff Saturday. So, I don't know. All I can, my only assumption on that is the offensive line play has been the biggest problem for this team. My guess is they're saying, we're going to put one of our greatest ever linemen at head coach, and maybe he can turn that around a little bit. One can only hope. I just love how that news was relayed. When I first saw that Jeff Saturday was offered the job, it was I was at the gym. It was on TV, and it's literally quoting him. I was shocked they offered it to me. (laughs) And I was like, I think everyone (laughs) You and everybody else, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, I guess he had turned down like a, an offensive line coaching job with him a couple years ago. And so someone's like, this is like the ultimate negotiator. <laughs> this guy's like, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm waiting for something bigger. And they're like, you're not even qualified. And he's like, okay. Yeah, interesting. Flash forward two years, here he is. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with Johnson Taylor. I am praying to God he comes back. I've got him in one of my leagues and really need him to go. I would imagine um, how many leagues do you think he was like the number one pick, right? He was probably most leagues number one guy, wasn't he? Most leagues. I think most leagues it was uh, – people were still kind of coming back on Christian McCaffrey, honestly. But Jonathan Taylor, I think, was pretty much the consensus 1.1, as they say, like first round, first pick. Yeah. I'm going to leave yeah. with you. He's, you been a, he's been a big disappointment. Had I had the number one pick in our league, I would have. that's who I was going to take. So Yeah, I did. I had it in one league and took him. I mean, it's just like an easy – Easy choice. Yeah. So, um, Zeke is back on the practice field as well. It's kind of frustrating. I like Zeke. I think he's pretty much done. The Cowboys do not think he's done, and Jerry Jones, more importantly, does not think he's done. So, Jerry gonna ride him to the to the to the dirt. I don't know. Tony Pollard looks great. They they won't give him more than fourteen carries ever. And if Zeke is healthy, they're gonna play him. If he's kind of healthy, they're gonna play him. So, frustrating as it is. He's at least good for a touchdown most games. So you got to pop him back in there if he plays. Um, I don't know. Jerry says he's going to play. So Jerry Jones doesn't mess around. That guy just wants to win. I mean, that's, you know, he does. Um, He is. He also has like a loyalty thing going where it's like, I don't know. He, he can be blinded at times, but whatever. He's a bajillionaire. Good for him. Um, turns out the Green Bay Packers, I'd, I'd mentioned earlier, Christian Watson had another concussion. He left the game for concussion symptoms or concussion protocol. Turns out he just got hit really hard in the chest, I guess. Yeah. He doesn't have a concussion, so he's fine. He's going to play this week. Should be good to go. No concerns there. P.J. Walker has been named the starter for tonight's game for the Panthers. No he thanks. Got yanked against the <laughs> Bengals. It was so bad. Baker Mayfield had to come back in there, who was uh, also bad. Sam Darnold's name's been floating back around like, I think they're looking for anybody but PJ at this point, but PJ is going to be a starter again tonight. So we'll see how that goes. And we'll talk about that. Cause that's a rematch from week eight. So it is, yeah. it is. And um, that was an interesting finish. That game We definitely hit on that. Jalen Warren is set to become quote more involved in the Steelers backfield. I don't know what that really means. It could be just coach speak. It could be the media. I'm not really sure. He has definitely shown more bursts this year than Najee Harris, but Najee's a young player. I mean, there's no reason he, to think that he's fallen off a cliff other than his production has been terrible. So it's a name to keep in mind. I think it's someone that, if you have Nashi Harris, I would go ahead and stash Jalen Warren. I'll pick him up and hang on to him because if the team is desperate or if they're changing directions or whatever, they may flip the script and just switch them out. Gotcha. Um, David Njoku said he was hoping to, pr- to play this week. He has not practiced yet. He had a high ankle sprain, which is usually like a four to six week injury. 
Uh, it's only been two weeks. I, I don't think he's going to play this week, um, but I picked him up nonetheless. He was on our waivers, and um, I think you're probably going to need one more week out of him. And even when he comes back, if he comes back early, could be hobbled a little bit, so I wouldn't count on too much yet. I, uh, I'm i really sitting on pins and needles with that one because I have him in our league, and um, I've been decimated with injuries. And he just – when you look at the number difference between him and other and available tight ends, it's uh, – so I've just had him sitting there on my bench. I'm just praying. I'm just praying he gets healthy again. It gets it gets uh, shallow quick on the yeah. tight end pool. I mean, it's yeah. it's not pretty. If you're having to pick one up to stream, it's not ideal. Um, no. Yeah, we'll take a look at it offline. Maybe if you if you need some help later, because I, I let go. I've been starting that kid from Miami. What is it, Matt Gusecki or Gusecki? You know? Yeah, Gusecki. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's but he hasn't done much for me. So I'm He's really hoping down. David comes back. Up and down. Um, Brandon Cooks down in Houston. He was at practice yesterday. That's good news. He was on a stationary bike watching. Uh, probably watching Netflix for all I know, not yeah. practicing, not watching the practice. I don't know. This is a weird situation, man. The Yahoo folks have already said like, he's probably not going to play. Uh, Lovey Smith, the coach there says he's welcome back to the team or whatever. I don't, I don't know what to take. I don't know what to think of it. I don't know if he's going to play or not. He obviously doesn't want to play there, no. but at the same time, he's losing the game check when he doesn't play. So kind of dumb to not even suit up. I had an opportunity uh, yeah. to pick him up on waivers and I didn't because I mean I'm just I'm not convinced he wants to be there. So who knows what's gonna happen? Yeah. Well he's still sitting in the free agent pool in our league. Mm-hmm. And so I thought the same thing, kind of like, well, maybe they'll drop him, release him, and then someone can claim like an NFL team can claim him on waivers, and then that's what he that's what I think he wants to happen. He's got like an eighteen million dollar contract though, and no one wants that, and he's twenty nine and I it could be it's- good. That you know, I, I that's what I did last year with Odell Beckham Jr. I was holding on yeah. after the Cleveland thing, and it worked out great for me because then LA picked him up, and I and that was a good second half of the season for my team. So that's true. And Cooks co- could go back to LA. Actually, um, he's been there before, and he could go to Green Bay, which God knows any receivers, but don't appear to be in any position to make a move oh. for whatever reason. <laughs> that's a mess. Um, another news in tonight's game: Chuba Hubbard has returned to practice this week. He's been practicing all week. Looks like he's going to go tonight. Um, Deontay Foreman is the guy who absolutely blew up against the Falcons mm-hmm. in this um, first the first matchup, and that's when Chuba went out with the injury. So interested to see how the the backfield splits. I've said it kind of all along. Like I think Foreman is the guy you want. He's a better runner. Uh, Chuba got the start initially when they were splitting duties when McCaffrey got traded. But I think Foreman has shown enough to to keep the starting job. Maybe a 60-40 split. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it's more like 70-30 in, in favor of Foreman. But uh, Chuba should be back. His usage tonight will be interesting. We'll see. And then Traylon Burks has been designated to return for the Titans. No Titans receiver has been relevant all year long. There's only hope that Traylon Burks becomes somewhat relevant. That's the only reason I even mention it. It's like maybe he's, maybe he's usable. Um, I don't think he'll play this week, but should be ready to go probably for next week. And God knows they need someone to throw to. They also need someone to throw. So hopefully Tannehill's back. We'll yeah. See. Yeah. That's what I'm keep my eye on. This is, a, this is old Tannehill. Yeah. Let's hit up some pigskin pick em. We'll do a recap from last week over here. Um, I kind of let them, I let everybody back in a little bit. I was feeling generous and I said, you know what? I'm going to take, I'm going to take it easy this week. We'll let Leslie and Ethan get a little bit closer before I crush their dreams. I'm all about, Sucking them in and then absolutely smashing. So, uh, Ethan won last week. We've got a little side bet going. Ethan had 10 points. I had eight. Leslie is currently only one point behind me, and Ethan is still three. Poor Kyle down there is just sinking to the bottom like a rock. <laughs> Sorry about your luck, Kyle. But now, Fanacek and I are going to make some picks for this week's games. Let's I have opinions. I have thoughts. Let's ride. <laughs> I cannot wait to hear your thoughts and opinions. So tonight, we've got the Falcons traveling to Carolina for this rematch. A recap of what happened in the last game. This was a wild back-and-forth game. This came down to the wire. This is the game where DJ Moore caught the 60-yard pass from P.J. Walker. It was an absolute dime. Ran out of the end zone, took his helmet off, got penalized. They moved the PAT back. They missed the PAT. The game ends up going to overtime. They miss a short field goal in overtime. Falcons come back and kick a field goal to win. This was a shit fest for the Panthers. Um, <laughs> but do you think they will get redemption tonight? I don't. I think it's more of the same. I think tonight is Atlanta. I think, uh, you know, uh, yeah, he threw a dime, PJ Walker, but also completed like 50% of his passes. You know, he didn't have a great showing. Um, I need Patterson to play well, and I'm counting on Patterson bouncing back because he, he came back last week, 
uh, first game back. I think now he's going to hit his stride again. He was at one point a difference maker for Atlanta. Um, I like Atlanta tonight. Yeah, I don't disagree. Um, I like how you came with stats. Look at you with numbers over there. Yeah, you got, you got stats. <laughs> I know. I'm I researched about. this game and I found 50% completion. Yeah, I think um, the Panthers look so bad in Cincinnati. Uh, I was kind of starting to believe a little bit in them. I was kind of like, hey, they're competitive. They're doing pretty well. Defense is okay. And PJ Walker is playing well. But PJ also has a propensity to, to throw these turd games. So I'm going to go with the Falcons as well with Corderell being healthy. Um, but I don't. This is one of those when I talked about you pre-show about this. Like, I don't know why 84% of the world are like, oh, definitely Falcons. This is going to be a slam dunk Falcons. A four five team, I don't think it's a slam dunk. It's a home game for Carolina. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm with him going Falcons. All right. We got the Seahawks traveling to take on the Buccaneers who came came back in thrilling fashion against the Rams last week. Do you think the Buccaneers are are going to turn it around? Was this a catalyst? To turn the season around. No, that was like a baseball score. That was like the Yankees versus the Red Sox. I don't know why Tom Brady was so excited about that. Um, I'm uh, no, I I'm, I like a high scoring game for them this year. I'm sorry. That was a high scoring game for them this year. Uh, yeah, I know. I, and I say that in jest, but like um, I'm walking like I talk. So I'm picking Seattle, but I'm also in, in my fantasy team. I'm starting Geno this week over Kyler Murray. <laughs> so I saw that. I saw that. And Kyler yeah. actually has a hamstring injury that just got disclosed. So he I actually, I think, it's practice yesterday. <laughs> yeah, um, he's been questionable, but I, I like Seattle. I like Geno Smith. His numbers are great. Um, I don't like Tampa. I think they look weak. I think Brady looks weak. I like I like Seattle this week. Yeah, I um. I think everyone desperately wants to believe that that game is going to turn their entire season around. Everyone's going to look back on it and be like, that was the moment that they turned it on. I don't know that I buy that. Um, I know history would tell me that's what's going to happen, but history also told me that Tom Brady doesn't lose three games in a row or four games in a row or whatever. Well, that's the other thing. Yeah. You can never really bet against Brady. I'm kind of with you. I don't love Seattle coming all the way across the country to Tampa. Uh, it could be it could be some residual rain and muddy sloshiness and all that, but my man Kenneth Walker is tearing it up in Seattle. I'm going with the Seahawks with an upset uh, to put everybody kind of at rest about the whole Tampa's back because I ain't seen it yet. And the running game has been so bad. Leonard Fournette, who I need to have a big game, has been garbage. Mm-hmm. Until I see that turn around, I'm not having faith. All right, this could be the Case Keenum revenge game. We got the Vikings going to Buffalo to take on the Bills. Seven and one Vikings, six and two Bills. Bills are heavily favorited here per per America and the world. What say you, Fanacek? I still case Keenum or not. I like Buffalo in this game. Really? Yeah, I do. I like Buffalo. You, and, big, and I, um, I, some of it's also I just think Minnesota. I don't think they're legit. I think I just look. I, I, I'm a horse's ass. I don't really know what I'm talking about, but I feel like they're due to lose. I just yeah. I think I like Buffalo in this game. Yeah, I'm not sure if they're as good as the record indicates. I agree with you there. They've had a, a bit of a cupcake schedule as well, and their division is total garbage. Yeah. Um, I might change my mind if Case Keenum starts because I, while I think he is totally competent, he's not a game changer like Josh Allen is. Mm-hmm. But I'm with you. I have more faith in the Buffalo system and the, it being a home game. I don't know. I like I like Buffalo as well. I think Allen will probably play. If it were a lesser opponent, I think he, he would – consider sitting but against a seven and one team i think he's going to want to get out there and play uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna hesitantly take buffalo on this one nice now i know you love this matchup the <laughs> lions are traveling to chicago to take on my boyfriend justin fields who you have shit talked forever and i have backed him up forever now he's showing it what well, do you what think is he sh- okay look first of all i'm a diehard bears fan i've been a bears fan since probably before you were born right 85 i mean so. that's when i was born i was well, actually born on the 85 Super Bowl. That was my birth. I was born of the Bears. Yes, I'm a Bears fan since then. And here's the thing. Um, so so I have some thoughts on this. But the thing about Justin Fields, look, the, the Bears have, have never shown that they can really develop a quarterback. We know that. I mean, our best quarterback, I think statistically, is Jay Cutler, who we didn't develop. We inherited him. And if that's your best quarterback in franchise history, that's not great. I mean, Jim McMahon obviously took us to the Super Bowl, but not a great quarterback per se. The thing about Justin Fields is like yeah, he's he's rushing a lot, but how long is that going to last? You, you should, give me give me a, a, a rushing quarterback who's had a long career and won multiple Super Bowls. You show me one. I want an I want a typical pocket passer. I want I want I want. Let me stop for one second and say, give me ten quarterbacks who've won multiple Super Bowls. Well. Okay, fair. There might be. There's like you know oh, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, right? John Elway, Joe Montana. Um, 
Ben Roethlisberger, one, Eli right? Manning. Yes, I get it. There, but there are and not many guys. I, one I just want. I just can I just have a Hall quarterback. of Fame quarterback? <laughs> I just want a Hall of Fame quarterback who doesn't run a lot. That's is that too much to ask? That is old NFL. Welcome to the new NFL. Yeah. They do run a lot. Now, what I don't really know, because we've only had a couple of examples of this, like, you know, 15, 20 years ago. And you think about Michael Vick, obviously. So you think of never want to see you don't know is like how durable these kids can be long term. Um, Someone like Mahomes is more of a scrambler, not a runner. Right. Josh Allen, I would say, is a runner. I mean, he's got design runs several times a game. He's also huge. Cam Newton was a runner. Maybe you could consider him a better example because of his size and all that. Justin Fields is a big kid. He's not like a Michael Vick type. He's bigger. Um, I think he comps to me like Jalen Hurts, and I've been on Jalen Hurts for a while too. I think they have a real similar style, build, uh, game, and everything. And, and I think he's a year behind, obviously, but it kind of a similar situation too, where he's like, You're the starter. No, you're not the starter. Well, you're going to start, but eh, you're going to get injured. But eh, we don't have any weapons for you. But if they, they're an AJ Brown signing away from potentially being him being like a stud, right? So I don't know. I'm, I'm a fan of his in part because I know that running is just part of the game now. Like it, most new quarterbacks that come into the league are going to gonna have to run some i get that i guess i haven't seen that if if he can't run does he have an arm to really fall back on like we say josh allen's runner sure but he's also has a gun the guy can stay in the pocket and also pass i i don't know i'm just i'm not sold yet but i'm a jaded bears fan so don't listen to me i you know every couple of years it, here's what happens every couple and we did it with trubisky too we'll trade up we'll get a quarterback we, we, we stumble across the finish line four or five years later, and then that guy goes becomes a backup elsewhere, you know? And uh, I don't know. I just haven't seen that. That's fair. If you th- if you remember the Trubisky stuff and you're thinking this, this sounds familiar, I would understand your hesitation. And then um, and Detroit's only last couple games, they've been they've only allowed like 21 points a game, I think they're averaging. And so I don't know. I mean, can, can, can he keep rushing this much? I mean, he's like 400 yards less four games, Justin Fields. I don't know. And I like Detroit is my answer. But again, yeah. I'm a Bears fan, and so I rarely, I rarely pick them. I picked. Give Detroit. me the Bears. Give me the Bears in this one. Um, I agree. The Detroit defense has looked a little bit better, but I think that's more opponent, probably more opponent than anything else. I mean, the Green they're Bay's offense yeah, is just, yeah. it's just atrocious. You know, I think, I think mentally they're coming off that Green Bay win. I like Detroit for this game. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Um, I think Chicago is starting to ride high, though. I mean, they they played Miami to the wire, and honestly, could have won that game if it weren't for some drop passes. You know. I think Fields, to your question earlier, I think he's got a cannon. I'm not sure if he if he has the reads down yet, right. and that's something that comes with maturity and with with experience. That's where I think he'll grow. Um, but he's got the arm strength for sure. The guy can launch. Yeah, it. I and meant like I meant thrower. can he fall back on the ability, not the arm strength so much, but can he prove that he can do it? And again, I'm just jaded. I just don't know. I don't trust the Bears. So this isn't about Justin Fields for me. It's about the organization. I don't trust that they yeah. can really develop a quarterback. They've never proven it. Yeah, um, yeah, I hear you. They don't have they don't have any weapons either. I mean, the Claypool signing was really big for them, but it doesn't impress me. If that's I that big of a deal him. for I them, I dropped him as soon as I heard about that trade. I dropped yeah. his Claypool. They think that's like the greatest signing ever, and I'm I'm kind of like, well, okay, he's a nice player. Uh, so yeah, you're right. They're not. They're maybe not in, in sync with with that. We'll see. I'm going Bears. I'm going Detroit. All right, Denver's coming down to Nashville to take on the Titans. What's going to happen here? Yeah, this is easy. This is Titans, baby. <laughs> Detroit. I mean, it's been fun. It, it's been or Detroit. I mean, it's been fun making fun of Denver this year. And I like Russell Wilson. I, I enjoy Russell. I've seen him speak live. I mean, I'm a Russell Wilson guy. Uh, but this is just kind of funny, especially when you look at how well Seattle's doing without him. And so, uh, but I'm, I live in Tennessee. I think in Tennessee, I think they need to bounce back. I think Tennessee's going to do it. I hope Tannehill plays, man. If he doesn't play, I'm a little hesitant. Although Derrick Henry can carry the team on his own. Um, Malik Willis is not ready for prime time. No, he can run really well. He can't make reads. Um, I think he'll, I honestly do think in a couple of years, if he studies under like saying Tannehill's a good mentor for him as far as style of play. Uh, obviously, Tannehill had the comments at the beginning of the season he was not going to mentor him, which is fine, <laughs> dick. But I do think Malik Willis is uh talented. It just needs he needs reps, man. He just needs exposure. He's a raw kind of a raw product. I'm going to go tight as well. I really hope Tannehill's back. Um, but D Hen, D Hen all day, baby. I like it. All right, we got the Jags heading to KC to take on the Chiefs. I mean, is anyone not picking Jacksonville? <laughs> Doesn't look like it. <laughs> Do Doesn't look like Jags it? are getting a lot of love here. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, you know, I think you guys even said it on your last episode. You know, I think it was Ethan saying like he really wants to see um, uh, Trevor Lawrence be a winner. Like he wants to see this work. I don't see it, but I, I'm judging it off of how he played in big games in college. I mean, he was a great college player, no doubt. But some of those big games, he didn't look great. 
I don't know. Jacksonville's a mess. I mean, this is easy going to be Kansas City. I mean, I can't imagine a world in which Jacksonville wins this. But I also want to take a step further, like with my Justin Fields stuff, and say I don't think Trevor Lawrence is the real deal. I don't think, but maybe I'm wrong. Wow, he is dropping the hammer on these young quarterbacks. Hey, hey, I didn't say my opinions would be right, but I have opinions. (laughs) Do you like any young quarterback? He likes Joe. No, I want I want John Elway back in the league. I want Steve Young back in the league. That's what I want. Give me Elway and Steve Young. Ah, back in my day, Steve Young was a scrambler, but uh, that was a man. Um, no, Ethan's a big Steve Young fan. I'm going with the Chiefs as well. Uh, I think just I think they're rolling right now, man. Even even after a lower scoring game against the Titans, they they found a way to win at the end. Mahomes magic. I mean, the Titans they kind of had had the edge at the end there, and lo and behold, he runs one in and he finds a way to do it. So, um, I think the Jags they could keep it competitive for sure. I think the team's got some firepower. I like ATN a lot. Oh yeah. Um, and I think. I think Trevor will be fine long term as long as they continue. I think Doug Peterson's a great coach for him. I think he can develop Trevor into a quarterback. Um, so I think that was a really good move. He got absolutely shafted his first year that was with brutal. that Urban Meyer debacle. That was so bad. you got to throw that away. And this is basically a rookie year for him. So I'm going to go Chiefs either way. How about the Browns traveling to Miami to take on the Dolphins? Uh, another easy one. I mean, you, gosh, Miami's their offense has been on fire. Tyreek Hill's been on fire. Um, yeah, I like Miami for this game, of course. I don't. I can't imagine many people don't. Yeah, 93% of the world is on Miami as well. I'm going to take Miami easy money here. Um, Cleveland is it's really hard to predict, man. They are they are up and down. They they took care of business against the Bengals on that Monday night game, just absolutely mm-hmm. crushed them. And then they'll go off and lose to some random team, ter- you know, some terrible team like um, like Detroit or somebody, you know, it's like, I don't know what, what you're going to get out of them week in and week out, but Miami's offense has been on fire and I'm expecting that that will be enough to yeah. get them over the edge here. One thing you can really say a positive about Cleveland is they're coming off a bye, So maybe they got some rest. I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully <laughs> they get Kareem Hunt more involved. I got him in a couple leagues and need him to get some passing down work. All right. The Texans with, uh, if we're not sure if they'll have Brandon cooks, if they have any receivers, Nico Collins, I believe will play this week. He missed last week. Uh, Heading up to New York, take on the Giants. I think we all know where we're going here. Yeah, well, I, if, if I told you that prior to the season starting, I predicted the Giants would be 6-2, and two, would you believe me? Yeah, no way. Yeah, no yeah. chance. I, well, it would have been a lie. Yeah, I'm shocked. I'm shocked by the Giants this year. Um, I think this is – I mean, the Texans are a mess. Uh, this is easily a Giants game. Although um, – uh, what, what happened there? Didn't someone get hurt? I, I don't know the name. I'm sorry. I'm not like the expert. Didn't someone get hurt like in an ATV accident? What, what What's going on now? It's on the IR. They had a bye week and he got hurt. For the Giants? Was it? Or maybe was it? Uh, anyway, I, I thought I had, I had it in my head. I was at the gym. That someone got hurt in an ATV accident. Um, I think I saw a headline with that, but I didn't remember it being anybody super relevant. I just remember thinking, like, how can you have an injury on a bye week? <laughs> it turns out it was it was an ATV accident. They call that a non-football <laughs> injury. Yeah, but no, no, I mean, I'm from New York. I'm not a Giants fan, but what a pleasure it's been seeing. And actually, the Jets as well. They have a, a you know a surprisingly good season. So yeah, I think this one's the Giants all the way. Yeah, I'm going Giants as well. Um, Houston is an absolute mess. They yeah. were they were finding ways to stay in games early in the season. They weren't winning, but they were staying in. They did they did get that tie, but I mean, I don't have any faith in them. And the Giants, even even against tough competition, have looked competent. So I gotta I gotta go with the Giants. On this yeah, I mean, what they? I mean, to start off the year beating Tennessee and and uh, then they beat the Bears, right? I don't, I don't know if I have the order right, but yeah, they came out strong. I mean, they, they beat some good yeah. teams. Yeah, Saquon's been uh, resurgent. It's been nice to see him. I passed on him. I had a chance to draft him in our league, and I didn't because I wasn't trusting his health, and that was another poor choice, one of many for me. So I ended up getting him in the third round of our league. That's and crazy. at that point, and I wasn't you – know, I credit Ethan for being all in on him again this year. I was – got to show it to me, prove it to me that you're back. Uh-huh. And so I was really hesitant. But in the third round, I thought it was way too late. So I was like, all right, fine. I'll go ahead and take him. And, man, am I glad I did. He's been an absolute stud for me. Yeah, I uh that one. This is an interesting one. This one is an this is gonna be an interesting game. We got the Saints traveling to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers who are coming off the bye. Saints had a pretty lackluster performance on Monday Night Football in New Orleans. I was really touting them as a as a big game Monday night football in NOLA, and they did not show up. So mm-hmm. they're heading to Pittsburgh, who's fresh off the bye. They traded away Chase Claypool. What do you think here? Well, I like I like New Orleans. You know, the Steelers give up a lot of yards. Um, that said, I'm I'm curious to see if Hill's going to get more involved in the game. Look, 
and this is going to sound harsh. Andy Dalton is not a winner. <laughs> He's just not a winner. And um, I, I'm curious if they get Taysom Hill involved in the game more, uh, even at quarterback. I don't know. But I mean, I, I think that uh, Pittsburgh gives up a lot of points. I know New Orleans has lost like, I don't know, three of the last four or something like that. Um, but I like New Orleans in this one. You're just a ginger hater. That's okay. I understand. Um, so here's here's my thought. And I've said this on the pod a couple of times. And I'm not sure if this is the game where it's going to happen. But I think Pittsburgh, because in large part their schedule starts to soften up, everyone who's thought, hey, this is Kenny Pickett is garbage. The offense is garbage. It's not going to work. I, I really think when the schedule loosens up a little bit, this team's going to look a lot better than they have. TJ Watt, I think, is going to be back this week. That's a big boost to their defense. Sure. One of the best pass rushers in the league. And I think Kenny Pickett and George Pickens have got a lot of good chemistry going. I'm excited to see what they do for the second half of the season. I'm going to go Steelers at home on this one coming out of the bye because, to your point, I think New Orleans is struggling right now. Mm -hmm. They can't figure out how to get it right. They can't get healthy in the receiving room. Their defense is banged up. Kamara is the only star they've got, uh, although Chris Olave has looked really good too. But Dalton is unpredictable, man, and and I don't like that. Uh, although Kenny Pickett's a rookie and obviously unpredictable, I think over the bye week, that's going to benefit a rookie more than anybody, really. You know. And speaking of Pittsburgh, too, just unrelated, but um, boy, did I really, I really wanted that to work out for Trubisky. I really did. Uh, In Pittsburgh. <laughs> well, I just when he went, there, I mean, he's a he's he seems like such a nice guy, and then he went, you know, he went to Buffalo, and and you think maybe he learned from that organization and working under Josh Allen, and he goes to Pittsburgh. I think by the third game, he's benched. I'm like, oh man, that poor yeah, bastard. He's he's not an NFL quarterback. He never no, played football until college or something like. He's he's a tar hole. I got no love for that guy. I he just uh, I, I wanted it for him. It's not going to get out of here. But, I, but again, Mr. I like this one. Mr. Biscuits, get out of here. <laughs> All right. How about the Colts? The Jeff Saturday led Colts taking on the oh. Vegas Raiders in Vegas. This is like the 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 dysfunction bowl. <laughs> yeah, this, <laughs> this is a game. tough one to pick. This is brutal. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm actually going to look at my notes because I don't even know who I, I like in it. Um. Obviously, with the new coach, I, that could be a good thing or it could be a mess. Um, I don't know what's going on in Las Vegas with little Derek Carr. Um, he's he's got that Garoppolo disease. It's like how many years can be a starter and 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 still you're not the guy. Like at, at what point does an organization just get rid of you? As, as an outsider, I don't know the football world like you do, but you see these guys. I'm like, if someone's been your starting quarterback for four or five seasons and you're still not ready to really say he's your he's your guy, then what's going on? And so I don't know. Uh, what do you like in this game? So uh, Derek Carr to me fits into that category of I can't believe there aren't enough good quarterbacks to to fill every roster in the league. And and like I think he's average and fine. And at moments he's great. And like he'll have these flashes where he he'll go to the playoffs and you're like, oh, Derek Carr's he's he's going to be our guy. If you can't win with that roster, like what are you doing, man? You know, um, every year it's the same story with him. And it's just kind of like. We got Derek Carr, but I keep thinking like, well, they, they might bring in a quarterback battle. I'm like, well, I don't know. Like, he's never feels safe to me, but every coach loves the guy. I don't know why. He, he doesn't look good to me. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. I, I guess the only thing I, the only thought that I had about this one is, is obviously with the new coach, I'm not feeling great about that for Indy. Vegas has blown some big leads this year. So maybe this is the, the week they don't blow a big lead, but I, I'm going to go ahead and pick Vegas for this game. I got to go Vegas as well, uh, being at home and the new coach stuff in Indy. I'm interested to see what Indy looks like. I do think, weirdly, I think this will help the team because I do think there's going to be such an emphasis on the line, and that's sure. the biggest deficiency on the offensive side. I don't know if Ellinger is going to start. I assume he is. Um, there's a chance that Saturday comes in and says, Nick Foles, you're our guy. You're going in. And if Nick Foles goes in, I'm taking the Colts because that guy wins. I love Nick right. Foles. Again, I'm a Bears fan. He, 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 I know, right? He came to us, you know, and then and did nothing, and they didn't treat him very well. And he was like a third stringer at one point. <laughs> but Nick uh, Foles is a great guy. I do like. Nick I, Foles. I do like him. Um, I'm a fan of his on, on a human level for sure. But he was also one of those where you're like, he's a starting quarterback, and you're like, is there no one else? <laughs> is there no and one they, else that could be a starting quarterback? And I love his name, Big Dick Nick. I mean, that's what they call him. Big Dick Nick. I love that. So I'm yeah. going with uh, Vegas for now. But um, I, I think there's a chance that Indy comes out and, and turns things around, uh, at least a little bit. We'll see. How about Dallas heading to Green Bay to take on the Packers? The Mike McCarthy, the Mike McCarthy Bowl. We obviously, Dallas. I mean, Green Bay. And I love, you know, I'm a Bears fan, so I already have an issue with Green Bay. But in the Brett Favre years, I used to love watching Green Bay. Uh, but I, it's been a pleasure for me to watch some of their struggles this year. 
Um, you know, uh, they, they're a mess. They have no receiving core. It's a, it's a shit show there. I mean, this is easily Dallas's game with, with or without Zeke Elliott, you know? Yeah. I actually think they might even be better without him. Honestly. Yeah. With Pollard, not, not right? like Zeke. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to see Rogers take on the bears again, who he owns and all of a sudden get shut up. I mean, they're, they're, you know, they are chomping at the bit to get, to get it. Yeah. The three and three Packers team. But, they, but that's like, if that, ha- you know, when that happens, if the bears do route them, you know, it's with an asterisk next to it. It's, it's, it's Aaron Rodgers. you know, on a depleted team. I mean, they, uh, you know, so I'm, I, don't get me wrong. I'm going to love watching it happen, but yeah. 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 There'll be extra motivation there. I'm going, I'm going Cowboys as well. Um, I think they're ready, ready this to make a easy. run. How many have they, has Green Bay lost in a row? Has it been five, four, four, five, four or five. Oof. Yeah. Never thought I'd see that happening in the Aaron Rodgers era. Yep. It's a I weird know. year, man. Those old statue quarterbacks are starting to lose. Can you believe it? <laughs> Uh, I'm going to adjust the Damn kids are coming in here running all the time. (laughs) All right. Speaking of runners, we got Kyler Murray going against statue Stafford in LA. If Kyler is healthy, we'll see, but um, I don't want to pick this game. These teams both suck. Yeah. You know uh, what's going on with Stafford. He was in the concussion protocol. Is he all right? I think he's, I think he was a bruised ego. I think he's just crying. Okay. Um, Well, either way I'm going, I'm going with Arizona in this game. Yeah, I now if Kyler doesn't play, um, I don't I don't even know who their backup is, but it, it can't be good. Um, I, I I think I have to go Arizona as well. I just God, the Rams have been so so bad. They cannot run the ball. Yeah. Their Alan offensive Robinson line is gone. They, a terrible I mean, pickup. The line is bad. Yeah, uh, Stafford is out of sync. I still think he's got. They talked about his elbow issue before the season, and everyone kind of wrote it off as like, ah, it's not a big deal. It's got to be bothering him. Um, yeah, I know. He's throwing a lot of picks this year. And I think I read that, like, the offensive – I think there's only one guy left from their Super Bowl team, like, that's starting right now. And so, you're yeah. right. Kyler Murray makes a big difference. And I, I'm kind of picking Arizona, assuming he's going to start. But yeah. uh, but either way, I'm, I'm sticking with Arizona on this one. Okay. I'm with you on that, um, assuming he starts, of course. And if he doesn't – and Ethan always hates my contingencies. Like, well, if he doesn't play, then blah, blah. He always gives me shit about that. But – um, I don't have to see who the backup is. I still might take him if the backup is someone I've remotely heard of. See, I won't be on the show next week, so I don't have to answer for my picks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I'll make sure you do. I'll make sure. <laughs> hey, here's what Fanacek said last week, and I'll just blast you. All right, we've got the charges going to Sam Fran to take on the Niners. What do you think is going to happen here? Uh, you know, uh, McCaffrey's been effective. Um Herb, the Chargers keep ending up in holes, right? There was, I feel like there was coming from behind. They're down. They're, they're fighting out a hole. I like San Francisco is the short answer. I'm, I'm picking San Francisco for this one. Um, yeah, that's my answer, San Francisco. Yeah, the Chargers are still banged up. I don't think Keenan Allen's going to play this week either. I know Mike Williams is not going to play. Josh no, Palmer he, was great last week. DeAndre Carter was serviceable last week. You can play both of them in your fantasy lineups this week. Austin Eckler is a stud. And Herbert's a good quarterback, but like if you don't have weapons, you don't have weapons. It's hard to really excel. And so I'm going to go with the Niners as well. Um, at home, the McCaff- McCaffrey's just gelling more and more each mm-hmm. week. Um, they got a better defense. All the reasons I'm going Niners. Debo, Debo still out? Debo, I think, is questionable. Okay. Um, I, I, I think he will play this week. But gotcha. we, without him, I think San Francisco takes this one. Yeah. I don't know what Slider Sunday pick of the week is, but I'm here for it. <laughs> Sunday night football. All right, Monday night, the Commanders or the Commodores, as they've been called, uh, taking on the Eagles. Now, who it's, got? I wanted to know who these five percent are that picked them. I mean, unless it's just for gambling purposes, they don't think Philly will cover the spread. But uh, this is yeah. easily Philadelphia. Yeah, I agree. Um, it was uh, it was Randy Moss on, on Sunday NFL Countdown calling the Commodores, and they just the rest of the show was just a bunch of song lyrics and Lionel Richie and all that. I was uh, uh, I was in airport with well. him once, so I got to go uh, Eagles as well. Uh, you have a Randy Moss story? Well, I was just in an airport with him once. I'm sorry, I'm interrupting you. I, I uh, it was I think I was heading to Vegas. It was the night after Monday Night Football here, and it was him and uh, gosh, the name escapes me. The, the, the coach he coached the Jets and he coached the Buffalo Rex Ryan. Bowl. Yes, Rex Ryan. So yeah. they were right behind me in line. It was pretty cool. And uh, anyway. But, yeah, I can't imagine a world in which Washington even comes close in this game. I think Philadelphia has been on fire. I mean, they're, they're hot, and I, you know, I like them for the Super Bowl. So, Yeah, I like the Eagles a lot, too. Um, the world in which they come close is 
division rivalry. You know, like these teams know each other well, mm-hmm. and those games can get a little squirrely every now and then, you know, and things don't always make sense. And of course, I'll tell you too, Taylor Heineke, total wild card. We call him Nathan Favre because he's a mixture between Brett Favre and Nathan Peterman. He's as likely to throw a pick six as he is to throw a Hail Mary for, <laughs> yeah. that gets him 10 points somehow. Like he's, yeah. he's a total wild card. He's fun guy. to watch. Yeah. He is fun to watch. He's a gunslinger. He does not care. He gives no shits. He will throw it to anybody. And I like that. And so that's how you beat a team like this is you just, you just go ham. You just go and for if it. All those happen to hit. Maybe it happens. He almost beat the Buccaneers in their Super Bowl run in the playoffs. I remember he that. started the wild card that. game or the first round game against the Bucks and took them to the wire. And that was yep. a team that was really, really good. So he's, he's a wild card, but um, yeah, all that's to say I'm really in on the Eagles this year. Defensively, they've been really good. I love Jalen AJ Brown. Of course, miss him here in Tennessee. I'm going Eagle A's. We need a tiebreaker score. How many total points are they going to score in this game? What's the score going to be? Not even total points. Give me an exact score. I say, um, 37 17 Philadelphia 54 points 37 they're gonna they're gonna hang on on Washington I think so oh, that's really letting it rip Are you I'm gonna go lower that? than that um I could see more of a 27 17 so I'm gonna go 44 points fair enough yeah Washington <laughs> defense is hopefully for their sake getting a little bit better okay that's gonna do it for the pigskin pick them now All we right. have got a very exciting segment I'm gonna throw the banner down there it's trivia time. Trivia time. It's trivia time with Fanacek himself, the king of trivia. Uh-oh. About certain topics, specific <laughs> to movies, and especially Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay, so I have I have come up with five questions for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Great Tarantino flick. Fanacek's first season was all about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Again, strongly recommend you guys check that out. He's doing a second season that's about movies that were made into TV shows that probably should not have been made into TV shows. Um, I just heard the episode this morning. I was listening to the one he did. He launched yesterday. Very good stuff on Dirty Dancing. So let's get started. Let's do it. I'm excited. Okay. See what you know, what you don't know. Um, this is the kind of stuff you definitely tend to know because you deep dive all the who who would have been cast as who. Uh-oh. Who was originally going to play the character of James Stacy? Of course, that was Timothy Oliphant in the movie. I have no clue. Do you know who they were originally going to cast? He passed away. He couldn't do it. No. I uh, Of James Stacy? Jim Stacy? Mm-hmm. I sure don't. I don't think I've even heard. No. I mean, now I'm really excited. Who? So this is, I was excited about this one too, because when you talked about Jim Stacy and Timothy Oliphant specifically, the character was supposed to be even younger than Rick Dalton. The right. character they were, the actor they were going to cast in this role is 13 years older than Timothy Oliphant. Which it would be even crazier, Bill Paxton. I did read that somewhere. You know what? You're right. I did read that somewhere, which makes no sense. Um, I guess. I guess I like. I like Bill Paxton as an actor, but sure. yeah, in the, in the novelization of the movie, it's yes, a younger actor who's you know he's like the big new swinging dick. He's got a pilot. Rick Dalton's the old guy, and so I thought all font was great, but I remember thinking it was weird. He was old. Bill Paxton's way old. But you know what's funny? I think I have read that. That's that's great trivia. Interesting. It's thrown in the midst of the IMDb. This is all IMDb stuff. So that's why okay. I assume you've probably fallen into it at some point. Um, I don't remember. I guess part of my narration memory was DiCaprio monologuing. But there's a narrator for the movie. Yeah. It's Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. That's that's the second trivia question. Who <laughs> narrates the movie? Okay. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, crush that. That's a big fucking lie. (laughs) Rick Rick lost his driver's license. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay, that's right. All right. Um, Damon Harriman plays Charles Manson in this Mm -hmm. movie. He also played Manson in another project in 2019. Netflix Mindhunter. Netflix season two (laughs) Mindhunter. Yeah. You know, you that's that's like I don't know if that's like a, a um a gift or not when you when you're looking so specifically Manson that you can you can cast as Charles Manson. That's that's uh this that's guy might actually be Manson. Apparently someone was pissed about it, and I don't know if it was the Mindhunter people or Tarantino, but something but he you know, and I get it. He didn't, he wasn't loud about it. He wasn't going to say, yeah, I'm playing Manson on this other project too. Cause obviously yeah. no one would like that. I'm pretty sure it was Quentin Tarantino was a little bit ticked off when he found out about that, but yeah. Yeah. He, uh, and that's a great show. Mindhunter. I don't think it's coming back for a season three, which really sucks. Cause I enjoyed that show, but yeah. 
So this is a question then, because it's a historical character, a real person, like you can't say we own the rights to this character and you can't play this character without our permission, you know, express written consent or whatever. Right. So they couldn't have prohibited him from playing a, a real life person, but I'm sure there's some, I don't know if it's considered non-compete or what, but there's gotta be something there in the language of your contracts. Don't you think there's something that says like, don't, don't play the same character somewhere else. Something, yeah, yeah, but I mean, gosh, they can't you can't put a fence around the world. I guess they just, you know, and you also can remember that's not a massive part. I mean, it's kind of a bit part. I mean, what are the odds that this guy's gonna go off and play you know Manson somewhere else? But uh, but yeah, he does, he does look a lot like Manson, which again, that's not really a win. And unless there's yeah. other Manson projects in the works, I think this guy's gonna be, you know, working at Arby's pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, true. And what are the odds that there's gonna be another Manson project in 2019 at the same time as this one? Like this yeah, year? it's just very yeah. weird, very weird years and years after. Okay, so this one is one that you're not going to know. Uh, I don't think you would have picked up on this, but it's a great question anyway. Was the remote control at George Spahn's house wired or unwired remote control for the TV? It was unwired. It was unwired, and it was one of the earliest unwired remote controls, the Zenith Space Command yeah. remote. I specifically remember the remote, but just looking so old and yeah, yeah. no, it was, uh, it was unwired. Cause uh, was it Dakota Fanning had it right. So I picked up on this trivia question because you mentioned having a wired remote when you were a kid on your dirty dancing podcast. On yeah. yeah. My, our first VCR. So you, you too young to remember this, but when VCRs first came out, there weren't even video stores. So the way I remember it is what would happen is there's before video stores like exploded out of nowhere, but before there were video stores, it was like in the grocery store, kind of near the checkout area. So a lot of grocery stores had like a little section kind of cornered off. And that's where you can go get movies. And you had the bigger ones, which was VHS, and the little ones, which was beta. And yeah. so, you know, and so I guess it was a 50-50. My parents chose beta, which, of course, like a year later is gone. Exactly. And, and the, But I remember our first VCR was a Betamax. The remote control was connected by a wire. And then before you knew it, video stores were everywhere. Yeah. Yep. I, I grew up in a small town in Illinois, and our grocery store had a little cutout with the videos in it ah, there you and, go and video games as well i remember renting video games from there too that's wild and uh there's a new show on netflix now called blockbuster and it's about the very last blockbuster it's like a, a, a you know a comedy it sucks don't skip like don't watch it but i was so excited I was like what a cool premise you know about the last blockbuster and they're all there it's modern day but they're in their khakis and the blue shirt yeah i got like i got 10 minutes into it i was like yeah, i'll pass on this but yeah i think that place is um isn't it rented out on airbnb I think the last blockbuster is an Airbnb. Oh wow! Uh, rental is like a special rental you can I, do. I saw a documentary about two years ago. I think I don't know what, on what streaming service. Maybe it was Netflix about the last blockbuster. I don't recall where it was though, and I don't know if it's since closed down. But that's kind yeah. of wild. And people were like, got, "It's like it's like a mecca. It's like a pilgrimage. People go there. Just it is. It, it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They they had a giveaway. It was um. It might have been around Christmas time. It was only a couple of years ago. There was like a special giveaway. Where it was like enter a raffle and you could stay in it and you would stay in it for like two ninety nine or whatever it was the price to rent a movie. <laughs> two dollars and ninety nine cents, like the, the one time the one night oh. rental fee for Blockbuster. It was pretty I cool. would I'd be all in on that. I uh I missed the video store experience. That was part of your night out. That was part of the Friday yeah. night. You're going out when you're dating a girl, it's the night starts with we're gonna go to the video store and then we're gonna do this. I mean, like, yeah, we're gonna yeah. scroll, we're gonna stroll through there and look at all of them and talk about all of them and decide if you know, hey, is this compatible or not? Because I'm I'm being drawn to these movies. You're talking about these movies. Right. Well, That's as true. you know, I was in the Navy for nine years, first six of us on submarines. And so I'd go out to sea for long periods of time, like sometimes a six month deployment. And it was nothing better than being overseas for six months and then coming back and going to Blockbuster because the new release wall was like just magic. I was like, I hadn't seen or heard of any of these movies. I'll take them all. I'll take them all. And uh, yeah, it was fantastic. That was always the best going to the video store after six months of being you know out of the country. So yeah, good on you. Good on you. And thank you for your service in this upcoming Veterans Day. Oh, yeah. Cool boys. We support our veterans. All right. Last question. You're crushing you it so far. Uh, this is, I think, it probably a layup for you as well. What are the two drinks that Rick Dalton and Cliff Booth are ordering in the bar when they meet Marvin Schwaz? Well, Cliff is drinking a Bloody Mary and Rick always gets a whiskey sour. That's exactly right. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. There he goes. And that so, proves I'm a loser. <laughs> no got lie. you with that Bill Paxton reference. Yeah, that and was that maybe hotly debated. For all I know, I found it on IMDb, so I assume it's true. But uh, well, most things on the internet are are true. Absolute crushing. Absolute crushing. Well done. Thank sir. you so much, man. That was good trivia. I appreciate that. You have passed. You have passed as a guest host. 
All right. I'm going to end this with a quick run your pool update. So I crushed Ethan last week. I won by 65 points. My lead is now 137 points. So I basically doubled my lead. Absolutely crushed him. I had Justin Fields going. That was like a 42-point week. What I had Travis Etienne, Christian Kirk crushing. Justin Jefferson crushing. Ethan's team shat the bed. And so uh, I crushed it. Yeah, and- I, I remember you, you being really big on Justin Fields last week. Then you rushed for like 178 yards, pissed. NFL there. record, 178 yards. Yeah, That's henceforth shall be known as the NFL record, 178 yards. So this week, um, Fanacek, I uh, have not asked Fanacek to create a roster for Ethan. So I'm going to take Ethan as a man of uh, his word and a man of honor. And I'm going to assume he's going to make a, a good roster here. I'm going to give my roster over the air and assume he doesn't cheat me somehow. Not sure how you do that. But here's who I'm going with and run your pool. As a reminder, we cannot pick players more than once all season. So... Oh, wow. the, the, the pool of, of players is kind of dwindling down a little bit. So I've got Jared Goff starting at quarterback against those Bears. I hope and think it will probably be a shootout. Uh, I've got Christian McCaffrey against the Chargers. I still had him going, so good on me. I'm taking Deontay Foreman in a rematch against the Falcons. Had three touchdowns last time they played. I'm hoping for another three. I've also got DJ Moore. Had that 60-yard touchdown last time they played the Falcons. Hoping for another one of those. I got Juju Smith-Schuster going against the Jags and what I also think will be another shootout. Uh, Greg Dulcich against the Titans. I think the secondary has done better against the receivers recently, and I think the tight end's a little bit of an area of concern for us. He's playing for Denver. I got Rondale Moore in Arizona going against the Rams. He's, he's back at home in the slot where he belongs. Does a great job out of there. Target monster. I got Jake Elliott kicking for me against Washington, and I'm taking the Giants against the Houston Texans as my defense of the week. That is my run your pool squad. I like it. What do you I think? Where, where am I wrong? In fact, have honor, but we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out if that jerk has any honor. We need a do it bet of the week, Mr. Fanacek. And it feels like it needs to be a Bears Lions bet, honestly. So, how does do it? You want me to just give you a hard, just a hard, explain this to me. I, yeah, so what we do is we make one solid bet every week. And I'm just going to pull up Wheel of Names here. One solid bet every week that is uh, usually one player versus another player. Or we do a player draft, which is fun too, where we'll, we'll do like a first person gets the first pick, next person gets the second and third pick, first person gets the fourth pick. And you have to compare fantasy points, basically. So um i think we should do it that way because although i need to add names in here i don't want ali and beatriz and hannah and gabriel so what i'd like to do is a four player draft where we each get two players okay from the detroit and chicago game gotcha who goes first we're gonna spin the wheel of names okay to find out and i'm gonna as you will see right here, I've got Fanacek and me in the Wheel of Names. Oh, I love it. Fanacek is blue. I am red. Let's go. Tap to spin. Here it goes. Oh, that's me in the red. Okay. So here's what's going to happen. I'm going to take the first pick. You're going to get to pick two players, and then I'll pick one more at the end. These are total fantasy points. Only within the Bears and Lions game. Got you. Okay. So as a as a gentlemanly hint, quarterbacks tend to score the most points, right? I'm gonna go Justin Fields, obviously, with my first pick. And then you get to pick two picks, and then I'll pick a fourth. Okay, I'm gonna go DeAndre Swift. And uh it's is uh would recommend Jared Goff as a quarterback scoring more points, but if you don't want him, that's your call. No, that's what I was thinking. Uh, I was going to go with a wide receiver, but okay, I'll go Goff and DeAndre Swift. And I'm only, I'm only saying Swift because he's he's healthy again. He's on, he's on my fantasy team, so I need him to do well. You've got Goff and DeAndre Swift. Yeah, uh, the news on DeAndre Swift is they're hoping to get him more work this week, which yeah, is great. He had, he, he had nothing last. I think he rushed 10 yards last week. Yeah, yeah they said the first game, um, we're going to give him a little bit of work. They gave him five carries. Then they said we gave him too much work, which was only five carries. So I think they gave him four carries last week. Now they're ready to give him a little bit more. So uh, he is maybe the best player in the game. So uh, in this this particular game, so that's not a bad pick. I'm going to go and hope that Amon Ra it's going again because I've got him in nearly every league I have. 
And mm-hmm. so I'm taking Justin Fields and Amon Ross St. Brown. So I say Justin Fields and Amon Ross St. Brown have more combined fantasy points this week than DeAndre Swift and Jared Goff. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Now I love it. All right. Back. You're supposed oh, to do that. Do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. Ricardi and Cola. Do it. Do it. All right. Fanacek. That's going to do it for this. I hope I did the show justice. You know, I don't have the football knowledge that you have. I thought you were going to ask about obscure games from the 70s (laughs) that no one cares about. But uh, how do you feel about Richard Dent? Uh, I heard he got some play on the Fanacek podcast. Yeah, you saw that? Yeah, I meant to say, yeah. We were talking about Richard Kind, and I said Richard Dent. I was like, no, wait a second. He played for the Bears. Yes. Richard Kind had a great Spin City run as well. I I know we talked about Spin City on our Ferris Bueller's. Also, Kirby Enthusiasm. That guy's been around forever. Yeah. And he's. um bing bong from upside inside, inside out. out inside out yeah great movie that's right yeah great movie bing bong but anyway um once again check out the fan check podcast everywhere you get podcasts f-a-n-a-c-e-k i will put a link to it in the show notes here i will have it blasted on the video on youtube as well you'll be able to hit that fancy qr code to go check it out get some merch some swag Stuff's good. You're going to get hooked if you start listening you're going to get hooked go ahead and start also- back in season one and just listen through the the uh, once upon a time in hollywood stuff it's good stuff. And, and if they ever want, they can just email me. They can come appear as a guest. That would be cool. Do, yeah, do absolutely. Well, Mr. Fanacek, so appreciate you yeah. being a guest guest host on today's podcast. This has been real fun. Always appreciate your time. Thank and you for having me. And uh, thank you for allowing me to help you make the enchiladas. Enchiladas. <laughs> with, that, with that being said, keep on folding.